but you are going to find your customers by showing up with that leadership content consistently. And you will have leads coming into you consistently by showing up. Welcome back to the Unburden Your Business podcast and channel. Today I have Katrina Aronson and I'm so excited to have her. She is a business coach that uses her marketing experience and background to really help women who are the face of their brand online and offline. So I'm so excited to have you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really pumped for today's conversation. Me too. So marketing is one of my favorite topics. However, I do preface that I think branding is so important before you can really think about the different avenues that you're going to pick to kind of get your message across and your branding across, which is what I feel like marketing is. It's more the vehicle to really get all that out. And you were mentioning that you really love the idea of leadership marketing. Can you tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about what that means and how you use that with your clients? Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for asking me this. This is something that I could speak all day on because it is something that we are going to see in marketing going forward as one of the most important things. And the reason for that is because we're having so many different ways to access information and marketing, right? We're getting so much information thrown at, thrown at us at all times. So standing in your leadership, in your leadership marketing is what the heck sets you apart from everyone else. What's going to be that thing that you put your flag in the ground and say, this is what makes me different. And it might ruffle some feathers. And if it is, that means you're doing a good job, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So it's, it's really, it's actually the thing that's going to magnetize you way more than whatever you are doing, which is regurgitating a lot of things that you can find on Google. And believe me, I've done that before too, but that's not what's going to call people in. They want to come to you because of the thing that actually makes you different. So that is what leadership marketing is, is standing in your power, claiming that space and yes, ruffling some feathers on the way. Yeah, that actually reminds me. So yesterday I did a store on Instagram and I screenshotted a message that I got, which I get these messages all the time. I'm sure you actually have, or you've seen them from people who are either third party or their representatives of major magazine publications like Entrepreneur, Forbes, all of those. And it was like, hey, for $675 or $800, we can guarantee you a feature for 2022 um, up and coming women in business. Right. And I was just like, so annoyed because it's wrong and it makes people feel, or they, it basically shows people that you have these accolades that you technically didn't earn, even though you could have earned them on your own, Mm -hmm. but it's just fake. And it's basically lying and it's frustrating. And I hate seeing people flex those things because I just don't feel like they're authentic. And I, called it out. And I said, Hey, if you don't blame me, just Google it. And I literally showed a screenshot of Googling, like get featured in Forbes paid to be featured in Forbes. Mm -hmm. And it just pulls it all up. And a lot of people, I got so many messages from people saying, Oh my God, I didn't even know that was a thing. Or thank you so much for saying something because I get annoyed as well. And I feel the same way. And it's really about 
not being afraid to ruffle those feathers and standing in your own truth, even if that does turn some people off. And I'm sure there are people that follow me who have done, um, who have paid for those features and I've supported them when they have, but it's just, I've got to stand in my own truth and I have to be authentic. And what happened was I got more followers. I got a bunch of DMs. I got people having my back and it was like, these are my people. It really helps pull out who are the people that really attract, that are attracted to you. And I also think that it showed that I'm not afraid to stand in my truth. Hopefully it, it gained me respect and that's not why I did it, but that's what this does when you really are not afraid to just say, Hey, this is what's on my mind. And of course you want to be kind about it and you still want to not just be an a-hole about things. But I've also had to learn too, because I sometimes don't have a filter and I am someone who's so overly standing in my truth that sometimes I need to just think before I say, but I think that's really important where people aren't willing to do those things. So we specifically right now, our online business helps with consulting females in the insurance industry space. And I would love to know from you that what you would do to help somebody try to find what's different about them and how to stand out and and get through that noise, because it does feel like it's a commodity where you can just get insurance anywhere. It's just something you have to have. And we as insurance agents who own agencies struggle with having to fight against the major corporations or having to feel like we're the small guy or girl and how do we show up to be unique to attract people to want to work with us as opposed to calling like an 800 number and getting insurance that way we know inside of us what those things look like but how do you pull that out to make it usable in your marketing and your branding to really attract the right clients yes so First of all, this is a huge part of what I do. A lot of people will come to me because they want strategy. Mm-hmm. And of course I will give that to them. But along the way, this is one of the most powerful things that you will recognize as your business grows is it's actually 50% about you, right? The strategy can only take you so far. So digging into what makes you different as a brand, what makes you different as a person and what the hell are your values? Because if you don't know what they are, how are you supposed to stand in your truth? Really taking the time. And it does look like time. Mm -hmm. It does look like maybe it's journaling, maybe it's reading, and maybe you don't freaking know, right? Maybe it is deciding like, I'm going to sit with myself and write what are the things that are important to me? What do I want people to say about me, about my brand? You are an extension of the brand or rather the brand is an extension of you. And that's the day and age that we live in. So when people talk about how do I stand out, you guys, we are so lucky and yes, there's bad to this, but let's lean into the good. We live in a world now that we can just start a business And all it takes is maybe an Instagram account or a LinkedIn account and some accreditations. And you, this is so different than it was even 10 years ago. Selling a product is not interesting anymore. It's very hard this day and age, if you are just starting your business, especially for you to sell something, if you're not showing your face, 
Yeah. So let's get that out of the way. Let's understand that it is going to be you showing up. So what makes you different? What makes you the reason that I should buy from you? What are those things? And if it's incredible customer service, okay, cool. A lot of people talk about incredible customer service. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what about it? Is it that you're warm? Is it that people say this, this thing about you? What is that thing that you can speak into that is your leadership content. And yeah, it can be really complicated and it is a process for you to figure that out. But once you figure it out and you can put your flag in the ground and say, this is what matters to me. It is so incredibly empowering for you to stand in that and say, I know I'm not for everybody and no people will not flock to you. That doesn't happen the same way anymore, but you are going to find your customers by showing up with that leadership content consistently. And you will have leads coming into you consistently by showing up. It's this beautiful cycle within itself, but it tends to be what people don't recognize. A lot of people that I work with anyway, is that they think that just by showing up, people should be coming in as leads. That's not what, what works. What works is you standing in your power, you talking about things that they care about, you talking about what does make you different and showing up with value. Yes. But when I say value, I don't mean like the five tips, you know, like we, all the reels, those things can be in addition to depending on what your strategy is, but really talking about, okay, once a week, I am going to show up and I'm going to talk about this thing that makes me really different that people are going to love or hate. And one of the ways that I love kind of discerning what this can look like is when you write something like I unpopular opinion, and you're going against what a lot of people in the industry are talking about. That's a really good thing for you to talk about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that um, we did, we have a membership called The Collective, and we just did a call this last Monday about content pillars. And of course, there's a lot more that goes into creating content pillars, like who's your ideal client? What is your brand promise? Like, what are the things that you want your brand to represent, the feeling you want people to get when they interact with you? But we were talking specifically about when you go to create any kind of content, whether it's on social media, whether it's in print, whether it's emails, whether it's getting on a podcast or, you know, making a billboard, like whatever, how do you have certain pillars that you can use to show up consistently? And I'm revamping mine right now as we've had our online business for two years and I'm really listening to my audience, seeing what's vibing with them trying to make sure these are the clients I want to work with. Because when you do something, you show up and you're like, people are either going to love or hate it. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that the people that are going to love it are the clients that you want to work with. Totally. And the people that hate it are the people you don't want to work with. Right. Mm-hmm. And naturally, I think if you really stand in your own truth, that's going to happen because you're going to attract the people that believe what you believe. And then you want to work with them and they have your vibe as opposed to detracting the people you don't want to work with. And especially in the insurance industry, where like everybody needs insurance. We literally have said in our industry, like if you have a heartbeat, then you live somewhere, you probably drive a car, you probably, you know, you need life insurance, right? Like 
everybody needs insurance, Mm -hmm. but we shouldn't be selling to everyone. And after 10 years being in this industry, it took me a couple of years to realize that I don't want to sell to everyone. Mm -hmm. There are clients that are a nightmare that cost us money, that cost us energy, that are not bringing us a return on investment that we don't enjoy going into work and working with. And so when we're talking about these content pillars, I literally asked them, I said, hey, let's just do like round robin on this call right now and just talk about the things that piss us off in our industry because our clients don't always know the struggles we're going through or they don't always know the things that are wrong about our industry. So let's start talking about the things that piss us off and how do we use that as some of that conviction marketing and leadership marketing where you can stand up and be that leader in the industry, not just in the industry, but a lot of people have employees and team members and they're part and they're building a community. Like you need to be able to lead that community. And that's scary. Mm -hmm. I understand. And I also think that sometimes, like you're saying, you know, if you show up consistently and you're kind of you and you stand in your truth and you have these flags that you put in the stand or in the ground, like you're going to attract leads and you're not going to have to work as hard for these leads. Yeah. I 100% believe that not only because it's happened to me in my businesses, but it almost sounds too good to be true for someone that's starting right in the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds great, but like how? Mm -hmm. So talk to me about what your client's journey, especially ones that have been able to be successful working with you or going through this journey. Talk to me about what that journey looks like maybe how long it takes, like, what are the steps that you have them take? And just telling us like, what is the what of the things that need to happen in order for that to actually become a reality? Because it can become reality for everyone. And I talk about it till I'm blue in the face, Mm -hmm. but I know listening to things, even when I listen to things sometimes like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Like you're Mm -hmm. over here after 10 years in business and all these things, I I feel a little bit further removed from you, Mm -hmm. but like, how did you start that? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh good. So good. So First of all, I just want to say that everyone's journey is different. So it's great that we get to learn from each other, but, um, I just happen to be farther along and have been doing this for longer. That's the only difference. And I remember someone saying that to me 10 years ago, and I was like, I'm never going to be that far along, but it happens faster than you think if you lean into it. If you're like, I don't really believe I can do this. It could take a lot longer <laughs> and you probably but, won't be able to do it. Cause that's what you believe. Yeah. 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 So let me walk you through just kind of like the basic ways of how I work. And I hope that one person can walk away with something really impactful. I wish that I had these tools 10 years ago. So the very foundation of everything that we build comes from your organic content. And organic content being that free content that you put out there, is that going to be the thing that changes your whole life? No, that is going to be the thing that establishes you, that holds yourself accountable to your actual values, that puts your voice out there. You're going to get so much confidence from doing that organic content on a regular basis and standing in your leadership. Now, before you do your organic content, before you're really sure about what that sounds like on a daily basis, you're going to have to really figure out who the hell you are as a brand. And that takes work. So that in itself is its own mini journey. You can do that in 
two weeks. You can do that in two months. You can do that in two years. It's really up to you. It evolves too. I mean, that's what I was saying too. Like two years ago when we started, I said, here's what I think because my ideal client is who I was at a point in my journey. Mm -hmm. And so I remember all the things I went through and the struggles and all of that. And what I feel like I need to show up as in order to help somebody have some type of transformation. But I think that after two years, it needs to be revamped again, because now it feels like maybe our clients are going through the journey with us. And then there's some more high level things that they need or they want, or they're telling me, Hey, this piece is really valuable where this piece I understand you're saying is important or you think it is, but like, that's not really what I want. So how do I, right. So things need to get shifted and refreshed, I think ongoing in business. Mm -hmm. But if you don't start that first journey, you're not going to also even have the tools to maybe do that refresh or that facelift down the road either. You've got to start somewhere. And people get really uncomfortable thinking about journaling or deep diving in their feelings or thinking about things that are important to them. And talk to me a little bit about maybe how you get through that struggle with some clients that are like, well, I've got nothing. Like I'm trying to journal and nothing's coming out or it's not an easy thing to take things out of your subconscious and bring it to your conscious awareness. And I always say to be able to do that, you've got to ask yourself good questions. Mm -hmm. And when we do consulting, I mean, both of us do coaching and consulting. And so we know how powerful the right question at the right time could be for someone's mind to just be like, Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And we do talk a lot about you know, you're in the trenches, you sometimes can't see outside of the trench because you're in it. And just having another person from the outside come in who can see the picture a little clearer, maybe like from a 30,000 foot view can really help you get some awareness. But talk to me about the struggle that some people might have in that beginning of like, you know, you said organic marketing, but like organic content, but like what even is organic content and how do they get through that phase of getting these values and these things that are important to them either out on paper or just out into their conscious mind that they can pay attention to it and really define what those are. Oh my gosh. I love this question so much. Okay. So my actual deep superpower is blending psychology with strategy. That is what I do. And that is why I have been successful at what I do because there is so much psychology in your business, right? It's 50, 50, really. And frankly, it could be more like 80%. Yeah. Um, but that sounds really scary. So let's go with 50-50. Yeah. So I've literally never had a client, not one client who has said to me, I have nothing coming out of me. It's yeah. really about finding either the right person or the right way. Maybe for you, it's going and finding a book that really speaks to you and lets you pour it out. Maybe it's finding the really good podcast. I don't want to discourage trying those things, but for me, it's working with someone who was farther along that could guide me. And that's what I do for my clients is really helping that them tap into the places that maybe they don't want to go on their own and showing them that it is actually safe to do that. And once we establish that, it just pours out. Yeah, right? It pours out. 
get rid of that fear of like, I'm going to remember things about myself or notice that these things are important to me, but I'm not actually doing them. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. the biggest part, especially for me, it's like, I say these are my values, but if I really look at my day to day, am I living what I'm saying is important mm-hmm. to me? And you can't live what you are saying is important to you if you're not conscious that you're not doing it or keeping that at your forefront. Same thing with your brand. You've got a company, you've got team, you've got people helping you create this thing or you want to maybe in the future. How are they supposed to help you create this vision and make it a reality if they don't even know what it is? You can't articulate it. Um, And so I definitely think that's that's important for someone who really wants their business to succeed has to go through this journey. It is, I think I saw like a reel or something and it was like the biggest or most powerful way that you're ever going to find yourself on the deepest level is to become an entrepreneur. A hundred percent true. (laughs) Like the journey you go through in self-development and growth is amplified it becomes mandatory. It calls you out by being an entrepreneur because there's so many things that get magnified and the lights get turned on and exposed when you become a leader, when you are looking in the mirror and having to be like, why isn't this working? And you're the leader. You have to take that responsibility. So um, I 100% agree. And I think that when somebody goes through this journey, even when it's a little difficult, they're always going to get better on the other side. Always. No matter how difficult it is. It's actually really funny because um, I don't know what kind of degrees you have or what type of experience you have in the past. I know it was marketing, so we can get into that too. But I have two degrees in um, my gra- my bachelor's degrees is in general psychology. And then my master's is in organizational psychology. So, <laughs> yeah. So when you talk about how psychology and business are so important, I'm right there with you. And I have had conversations with many people asking me like, Hey, what do you think is the biggest struggle for the people you work with or just people in business? And I say it's 80% mindset. Yeah. Yeah. They, are their own worst enemy. Their mind is sometimes a weapon, right? Like it just doesn't, they have to get control of what's up in here in order for them to take any action physically into their business or into their life. So I 100% agree with that. I wanted to just preface that. Oh my God, that's amazing. I love that your psychology background. So yeah, I went to business undergrad and then I went to grad school for social work and always, um, I was always going to be an entrepreneur. I come from corporate finance. So I have lots of like super strategy and then like super feminine energy, all of that, like very mixed in together. And it is a potent comp, um, combination. And I didn't mean to do this, right? Like, it's just, I love helping people and understanding why they function that way. And I love business and strategy. So it is so incredibly powerful when you put them together and not that you need a degree at all, just really understanding why you do things the way you do. And I'll give you like a really great example. We're talking about content and, and organic content specifically. So I had a client who in the beginning of her journey would say to me, well, I'm going to post, I'm getting it ready. It's going to be ready by at least two weeks from now. I'm prepping it. Oh, I don't know how to work Canva yet. I'm working on that, right? So she always had these excuses in front of her for just posting a thing or sending an email, right? It was always like, I have to prepare to prepare. And how much of that 
was her holding it back because she was afraid was a hundred percent because she was her, her actual, um, skill set was phenomenal is phenomenal, but her putting it out there was terrifying to her. So her ego, her subconscious was like, don't freaking do it. Right. So she's putting all of these, like all the things of like, here are all the worst things that will happen. If I do this, instead of thinking about, well, what if this good thing happens that I really want to happen actually happens? And definitely, I mean, we all have those fears. I've opened tons of businesses, always have ideas, but I was never really the face of my brand like I am with Unburden Your Business. And just to be super vulnerable, I'll tell you a story. Um, I think it was like two and a half years ago before we really just like launched and went for it. I had put out like this mini training I wanted to do. People knew that I had several businesses. People knew that I was great with like strategy and all the different things. And I had one person buy it, didn't show up. They bought it just to support me because I had gone in and done a corporate training for them and they had massive success. And yes, they paid me for that success, like that training, but like they wanted to support me even more. Mm. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. (laughs) It was horrible. And I felt very defeated and I was questioning myself, especially after having success in so many different things. And when you are personally putting yourself out there, it's really like you're putting yourself on a platter for the whole world to see. Now we can control what the world sees and what they don't see. So you can absolutely decide there's certain, um, either characteristics or parts of your life that you don't need to share and going through a journey of trying to decide what that looks like and who you are and what you are willing to share and what you aren't is important before you probably get started. But I had a conversation with a friend after and she was just like, are you kidding me? There's so many more people that think you're incredible. You have all of these things. You can't give up. And then we launched something that was much more specific, made a lot more sense, was really part of a brand that I was building. It's just like, I had to do a little bit more digging on what exactly I wanted to do. And I removed myself from the outcome. I said, no matter what happens, I'm not going to quit. And I went back to trusting myself and using the tactics and the skills and experience that I've had before. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, everything's been going amazing. Like I didn't hit my goal the second time, but I did have more people buy and show up and have those transformations. And even just recently, we did an event called Unfiltered Experience here in Las Vegas. And, you know, I did not break even on the event. I kind of wasn't expecting to, but it would have been nice. Um, And I even went into debt or was upside down on the cost and what we made. But the transformation, the feedback, the impact, the joy that we had, the confirmation that what we're doing is right and that it's working and all of those things was so much more valuable than any of the money that I didn't make back. And those are the things that I think will help you push forward, will keep you going 
even when you're not hitting your goals financially, maybe, or all of these things. And just knowing that one person, like you even said, if one person can take something out of this, that's one of the things we talk about all the time. Somebody needs us, we have to show up. Somebody, just one. And if it's just one, that's fine. That's that's all we need. Yep. The other thing that I think to get over the fear of like social media or different things, what if only 10 people like your first post or you go live and there's three people watching? But what if you had three people in a room with you in your office or in a conference room? Would you be like, sorry, there's only three of you. I got to go. No, right. And when you first start, it's not going to be like everyone's blowing you up and in love with you. They have to see you consistently. And that's what took me some time to realize to the point where if I don't see something consistently, I'm not, or if they don't see me consistently, they're not going to brand me the way I want brand, to be branded. And if I don't speak the way I want them to speak about me, they're not going to speak about me that way. Yes. And the way they speak about me now is how I want them to, because I've said it so many times and I'm showing up that way and they've seen it so many times, they could regurgitate to me exactly who I am, what I do, who I do it for, all the things. They know my story because I've said it so many times. And it's the same thing we have to have our clients do for them to really build that brand, but they've got to go through that journey. And I think that's the biggest part because like you said, once it's on paper and it's kind of organized thoughts and you can really refine it down to an articulated way, it's all going to flow out of you after that. When I just asked that question, what pisses you off about the insurance industry? Just this week, I've had tags of people posting stories about things that piss them off. I mean, it was just like, it just needed to be that one thing. It's like, oh, well, I never thought about that. And they're getting engagement. And right. Yeah. So um, I 100% agree with everything that you're saying. And I, I love your vibe so much. And I think you're obviously a wealth of knowledge. So can you tell people how they can find out more about you? I know you had something amazing to offer our audience to hopefully get them started. Yes. I think if you are, if the leadership content is speaking to you and you're like, okay, this is great. I get it. But like, what do I do next? And that's usually what people say. I have an amazing roadmap that will actually take you strategically. So this is the strategy side, not the psychology side. That's the tools that you're going to need. You can have it take my roadmap. This is exactly what I use. This is how we build our leadership content And then every week, how we repurpose that content so that we're spending way less time on social media, way less time in really in any of our content, right? My goal for the entire week is to spend two hours total in my marketing. And otherwise I'm serving, serving, serving. So that is my goal for other people too, is to just be able to do what it is that they do and they love. And their marketing becomes just a part of their business. So if you want that roadmap, I will give it to you. Please share it with whoever feels aligned. Yes, we will have it in the notes below. So thank you so much for coming. For those of you that enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to like and subscribe and comment below what you got the most out of this. Or if you ever have any questions, we'd love to answer them. I'm sure Katrina will be around to answer some questions for you. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. This was so fun.